0: Hey world, this is Ross here with my podcast. This is episode 31. Welcome. Uh, We have a house full of people here because it's Thanksgiving and uh, I'm sure we're going to have some people in the Hey World uh, podcast realm on this episode. Bob's here. Dan, my roommate's here. Paul and Kate, the Dumas's are coming a little later and I'm sure we're going to do one with them. But anyway, up until then... I have some dates. December 8th, come to True Music Room at the Cambria Hotel, and uh, the full band's playing. We're playing with the... Ah, excuse me. I was going to say Nicole Boggs because I've done so many gigs with her. Emily Chambers and Drew Dixon are on that show. It starts at 8.30. It's free. It's at the True Music Room at, Cambria, at the Cambria Hotel, which is right downtown, um, and then December 14th and 15th, we're at Opus in Salem, Massachusetts for all the North Shore people. Uh, come out to that. It's going to be wild and crazy. Um, and those are both $5 covers. And we're playing... Uh, it's like 9 to 12.30, something like that. We'll have a person opening, starting it out, and then we're going to be playing like two sets. Paul, the Cheese, and myself at Opus, December 14th and 15th. And um, for anyone who wants to shred some gnar this winter, come up to Adatash. We are playing... January 19th at Aditash. Um, which is going to be great. We're playing two to five, and then there's like a YouTube tribute band after that. Anyway, rosslivermore.com for all the dates. And um, the Hey World playlist. And I believe that's it. Oh, yeah. Your Dude Stoked on Instagram. Check it out. Get a beanie. They're pretty sweet. It's getting cold out there. Stay warm. Um, great. Okay, here we are. Hey World, episode 31. Let's do it. Okay, we're live. We're live. Check your mic.
1: Check my mic. One, two, two. Cool, I think that works.
0: This chord seems weird. This is a great start. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Uh, I'm here with Dan, my roommate. I've talked about him a ton on the podcast And this is your first appearance. Welcome to the show, dude.
1: Somehow the first time I'm here during a recording session.
0: I know. Well, I figured, like, it's Thanksgiving, we have a house full of people, and we might as well, like, have rotating guests, you know?
1: Kick it off.
0: Yeah. We got Verno Inferno on the first one. So what's up, dude? You went golfing today? I went golfing, you know?
1: It was a nice day out. A little windy, a little cold, but, you know, manageable. That's good. A lot more manageable than trying to golf in the Northeast.
0: Oh, my God. Today. Yeah. The Tennessee golf season is 12 months year-round if you can uh, stand the weather being a little chilly. And the conditions being horrible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Totally. Some rough stuff today. I
0: think I got to shut this music off. I'm going to stop this. Mute this track. Okay, cool. Sorry. My track was going on. uh, We had music in the background. Anyway, so it's exciting to have Dan here because we moved down three years ago, like pretty much uh, three years ago last month. So we just hit our three-year anniversary. Crazy. What do you think? I mean, it was obviously the right move because we're still here. I know. I don't think there's ever been a time that I've been like, I want to go home. Like, no. it, it sucked at first. Like, the first six months were really tough. Like, I know you and I were in the apartment. We, like, didn't have cable and just tried to figure it out. But I don't know. It it never felt like... I always said I would give myself two years, like, no matter how shitty it got. And it, like, after that two years especially, it was not not even a thought. But even in the first six months, I was like, this is bad, but I'm going to stick it out. And, like, I feel like I know for me and definitely for you, like... The quality of life and the quality of gigs have gotten so much better in these three years. It's crazy.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not just uh, seasonal gigging like it could be where we came from. And uh, it's year round and the gigs are plentiful and the people are
0: supportive and it's great. Yeah. Dude, what would, so we worked, we've worked like so many weird jobs since we've moved here. Like, what was your weirdest? Well, shout
1: out to uh, my friend Chase of Music City Wienery. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if it's that weird considering how many hot dog carts are downtown, but I had the pleasure of doing the late night shift on Broadway behind the hot dog cart, (laughs) which is quite an intense
0: experience. (laughs) Yeah. Dan Holmes slinging dogs on Broadway. Street meat. Oh, man. He Chase had the best hot dog stand, too. Oh, yeah. And he still does stuff as well. Look him up. Music City Wienery. Is he still doing the cart? Because he was like, he went to another, like, he was cooking at meal for a bit. He's
1: doing all sorts of stuff. But, yeah, he's still doing occasional events. Yeah. And, yeah, look him up. I'm not totally sure. He might still be at Inglewood Lounge, too. Oh, right. I think
0: the weirdest job that I had here was – I worked – I have a friend named Nightbird who is uh, just – I mean, his name's Nightbird. What more do you need to know? But he is an electrician by trade, which is crazy to me. But I've actually – I helped him do a couple weird, like, electrical jobs at this house. And, like, I didn't do – I have no electrical training. I don't even want to touch anything because, like, electricity scares the shit out of me. But – I uh was like he paid me a hundred bucks a day, and all I did was like feed wires up through like when I mean, he was in the attic trying to like wire recessed lights or something like that high risk, yeah, seriously, especially with Nightbird at the helm is Nightbird listening right now? I don't think he probably he's not. a man <laughs> who knows how to use to work a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he probably is, <laughs> yeah, oh, I know right, I actually don't know if many podcasts like i the first time I ever heard of a podcast was like in college and I feel like it was ahead of its time because now you can just stream it in your car with Bluetooth and all this stuff but I remember I'm like the first time I heard of a podcast I'm like so I just sit here at the computer and like listen to people talk oh yeah it's something that comes in handy for great drives well that's what I'm saying now like you can drive and you can bluetooth it and you can listen like twenty minutes at a time or oh yeah it's stop posit yeah it's like stop and start later. radio boom with no commercials until there's enough listeners and then i'll probably do a couple ad reads hopefully make a little bit of money oh yeah
1: yeah what would be the ideal ad the first one
0: the first ad that i would do for this podcast would easily be polar seltzer <laughs> crisp flavor Get Worcester, that. Massachusetts. Get that fizz. Yeah. Yeah. The pride of Worcester. Yeah, that and table talk cakes. Hey, those are good. I know. I went to a wedding. We played at a wedding. Actually, if Laura Glida is still watching, that's where we met. But we we played at a wedding in Worcester. It was his friend, Andy Del Cid. And we were the band. And uh, they're from Worcester. They are, like, proud to be from Worcester. And... Um, they gave away polar seltzers and table talk cakes to like as <laughs> wedding gifts, and I'm like, man, these people love Worcester, Massachusetts. I thought you
1: were saying that you met Laura at Table Talk.
0: Oh the f- like no, the
1: factory. I w- no, that'd no, be funny. That'd I met her random. at the
0: wedding that we got the free table talk. There we go, cakes.
1: Yeah, so I like the pineapple myself.
0: The pineapple cake.
1: Yeah, the table talk one. It's not a common one.
0: I've never even heard it. Pineapple, yeah. Pineapple pie. Tropical. A tropical? <laughs> it's like key lime, but better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like you're on an island, but you're in Worcester. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Worcester's a bit of an island in Massachusetts. Yeah. It's its own thing. I often feel like Lowell is a bit of an island. It is. In, it w- is. in Massachusetts. I'd say so. Um, Shout out to Lowell. Yo, UMass Lowell. Speaking <laughs> of UMass Lowell, Paul Dumas is coming here tonight. Yeah. Paul was like a legend at Lowell at UMass Lowell because he was like the drum the good drummer in the in oh, the music department. I didn't realize he went there. I yeah. thought he went to No, he went to Salem State and then transferred. Oh Yeah. Yeah. UMass Lowell. I partied there a bunch at college and then I partied at Brandeis. Brandeis? Yeah. What's the
1: specialty major there?
0: Uh Probably Jewish-American studies. I don't know. No. <laughs> it's like a primarily Jewish college or okay. university. But I had a friend, John Budd, who was like in, in my high school band, and he went there. So it was the first time I ever smoked a hookah. Whoa. Yeah. Brandeis on the map. I know.
1: Hookahs are crazy, dude. Oh, yeah. My first college party was at Keene State. Me and my high school friend snuck up. We were in high school when we went, and we found it. And the whole rest of the year, we used to joke like, "Dude, are you still feeling it from Keene?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> is Keene Keene's New Hampshire? Or maybe. Yeah,
1: it's like bottom left corner of New Hampshire.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, southwest. Sorry, the southwest corner. I forgot to mention that Dan is from Upton, Massachusetts. So he is. That's, that's like a, is that a, that's not a suburb, but it's like kind of a suburb of Worcester. It's like yeah. a, like the greater Worcester area. Yeah.
1: Right next to Milford, right by the start of the marathon in Hopkinton, You know? Really? Where the, the Pike and 495 meet Uptons, right around there.
0: Oh. I didn't realize that Hopkinton was right there. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Pat Davis, who's who lives in Hopkinton. Patty D. Oh, Chris Miller's tuning in. Did someone message us? I don't know. Chris Miller. On Facebook? If you tuned in to... Hey World, episode 30, you saw a uh, conversation where Chris Miller actually called in to the podcast, which I didn't know you could do. And it's cool, but I don't know how to get it to actually sound good unless it was only on Instagram. You can do like a split screen. Ooh. Yeah. Which is... What a world. (laughs) Technology. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah, we... uh, It was cool, but I I can't get it to sound good in logic. I don't know. Anyway... Dude, so you pumped for Thanksgiving? Yeah. I am. It's like the best. I'm happy you're holiday. here for Thanksgiving. I am too. The fir- I think like the first one that we had here was me, you, Reese Williams, who will soon come on the podcast. And like a bunch of just like friends we had met that year. But it was at the old apartment.
1: Yeah. At the, the old apartment. It was it was a solid good Thanksgiving though. We had only been here for like a a month at that
0: point right well maybe two but i know man like it's crazy to look back and be like yeah three years ago our first thanksgiving here we were here for a month and like the amount of panic that was going through my brain at that point of my like our lives i don't i would never go back there like i'm I'm so happy we moved but i'm like i couldn't imagine like moving somewhere new again no no Yeah,
1: it's. I don't know. I don't see myself relocating at all.
0: Yeah, just it's crazy to think. And then you went home the following year. Did you go home? I was on the road the following year. This is actually our fourth Thanksgiving
1: because one year I did it at our old apartment, then I was on the road, and then last year I went back home. But this year we're bringing it all back.
0: I know. I'm excited. Everyone's coming here. We're doing turkey trot. Emma and Bob are just going to be Boozing. Trotting.
1: trotting along.
0: Yeah. We'll trot- be trotting along. They'll be chugging the mimosas. Do you have a Trot
1: Nixon jersey? I, sh-
0: <laughs> I should. <laughs> and just like a dirty, shitty-ass hat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shout out, Trot Nixon, if you're, if
1: you're out there.
0: We have a calendar here that we like write down, because Dan plays a bunch, and I'm starting to play more, and we like just to like get our schedules matched up and every month is like an obscure patriots player like not like Tom Brady may or Tom Brady yeah it's like Kyle Van November oh yeah and like uh uh who I don't even remember
1: oh Duran Harm October <laughs> <laughs> that's a stretch
0: yeah just but. like dumb Pay obscure no-name Patriots players. Oh yeah, even though Kyle Van Noy had a nice uh, scoop and score. Oh yeah, a couple weeks ago.
1: Everybody counts.
0: Yeah, fifty-three man roster. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'm excited you're here. I'm excited all these people are coming. The last couple of Thanksgivings, because that first one we had, Emma didn't live here yet, mm-hmm. and then. Um, the second and third one it was me emma and trevor actually the first thanksgiving emma moved here in september and she that november she broke our tv like we just like i remember we went out the night before and partied and left my car and had to like get the car because we had to get back to cook because trevor was coming over It was me, me emma and trevor and uh she was cleaning stuff up and cat was carrying books like her school books. And then, um, she had her laptop on top of the books and the laptop slid off and smashed our TV and the TV was off. So I didn't even know it was broken. So we just like thought nothing of it, like wiped off the, the scuff. And then, um, she, <laughs> we turned the TV on and there's just like stripe going down, stripe going across and a big like circle dent in the tv and we have not fixed it since so in our bedroom our tv is just like it's been destroyed and like you can you miss total like facial reactions of people because it's like in the middle of the screen <laughs> but that was emma's first thanksgiving hey entering with a bang i literally <laughs> i know it's like she just she knows how to break stuff that's for sure um that's yeah biscuit song Break stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Old Emma Fred Durst Griffin. (laughs) Hey. You know. DJ Tone, what up, dude? Happy Thanksgiving. I'm here with Dan, my roommate. Dan Holmes. Drum Holmes. Drum Holmes. You may know him from playing with Jamie Kent. Andrew Leahy. um, Ross Livermore. Ross Livermore. Uh... What's an obscure one? Ross and the Tefarians. Yeah, <laughs> our our alter ego reggae band, Dubzilla. <laughs> All praise be to Jah. Um.
1: Man, what else is going on? I don't know. What are you most excited about to eat tomorrow?
0: I think my favorite thing is always the stuffing. Yeah. It's Definitely. just like salty bread. Yeah, that kind of tastes like chicken. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty
1: cool because we also like everybody always has stuffing, but then you also always have rolls. So right. it's just there's no shortage of bread.
0: Right, just carb up. Carb up. Got to <laughs> carb up before the winter. Yeah, because these these Nashville, Tennessee's winters are, are just they can be unbearable. What about you? What are you what are you most excited uh, for to
1: eat? You know, I'm partial to the green bean casserole with the crispy onions on top. You know? Yeah. I'm excited excited because... I love it. I, I love it all though. The leftovers maybe. Yeah, like a that's turkey what I'm most sandwich. excited about. Yeah. Some cranberry
0: sauce in there. Yeah. Boom. What's the worst thing you've had on Thanksgiving for food? I don't know. Like was there any like a weird relative that made something that was like, Oh, cool and Aunt Nancy's like whatever. We just gotta try it. I think I
1: mean there was at the Holmes family for a while there was the Thanksgiving item where it was just like a bunch of fruit inside jello. Weird. Which I which I probably loved as a kid, but I just didn't understand the point of it. Was that like a fruit cake? Is that what that is? No, fruitcakes are weirder. I don't know what those are. Yeah. But this was just some sort of gelatin casserole mold with fruit inside of it.
0: Huh. That doesn't but, sound great.
1: But some something that is crazy to me is how you can do the sweet potato and then just cover it with a layer of marshmallows. And that's like totally okay in some places. Really? Yeah. It tastes amazing, though, so I can't say that it's my least favorite, but it's just kind of intense that they, yeah, it's like, that's the topping, is the marshmallows. Wow. It's really
0: good. I've never even heard of that. Maybe we'll make it. (laughs) There's a lot of things I haven't heard of in the South. I actually knew, is that, that, would that be like a Southern thing, or is that just like a thing? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'm from Massachusetts, but my
1: grandmother grew up in Mississippi, so... I might have had some Southern things incorporated. Hmm. She also would let me put Cool Whip on my cereal in the morning. (laughs) And it was like Frosted Flakes anyways. So, you know, whatever. You can never have
0: too much sugar, I guess, you know? (laughs) I guess, yeah, definitely never enough. (laughs) I remember like my aunt one year made this weird stuffing with apples in it. And like my dad, if you've ever met him, he just like he will harp on something and just will never, he just doesn't stop. So he was just like, Andrea, this stuffing is terrible. Who puts (laughs) apples in stuffing? (laughs) And like, I was a kid, so I was like a picky eater when I was a kid. But And I remember I was like, I don't really like it. But I just remember him just like ripping on her about the stuffing one Thanksgiving. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, yeah. What's going on? What Lara says marshmallows and sweet potatoes is the bomb. Man, I guess. Told you. Yeah. We should get Bob in on this. Bob. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Flamia is at my house right now. I'm going to go try to get him. Hold on. He's Dan, hang- keep he's him hang- occupied. Bob's hanging with Tina on the couch really
1: hard right now. We'll see, we'll see if he'll come on to the to the airwaves.
0: I think Bob's napping. Ooh, the nap queen. That's why him and get Emma get along so well.
1: Nap, qu- nap queen, trap queen.
0: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like to do the turkey trot though, because I can at least like work off some of the carbs. Oh yeah. Or like get the metabolism going, work off
1: the carbs like, well, like in the future, because yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah, eat it, you know, yeah, it's yeah. Like an,
0: Start like get at the a metabolism minus. going a little bit before right. you fall asleep
1: from turkey.
0: It's like on our football card, like having the under. Yeah, you know, like oh, the yeah. foods get like I'm getting the points and the foods. <sighs> it's like the Patriots versus like the the Jets.
1: Yeah. Hey, divisional matchup.
0: I know. What is the spread on this game? It's got to be like
1: nine, nine and a half. I don't know. I don't know what it is in real life because,
0: you know, I just don't. It's isn't it weird? So Dan and I are in this football pool now, and like all it is 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 pick it like pickems based on the spread. And is that legal? Yeah, it's legal. Is it? That's not. Well, we didn't say who we do it through. No, yeah. And we didn't even say we were betting money on it. No, we're not. There's no money. No money. And it's maybe it's online. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's like, I feel like I watch the games differently now. That, oh, totally. That like, you, you kind of like, I was listening to Bill Burr talk about this. He's like, man, I don't care how big of a fan you are of a team, like, you have no idea what it's like to watch sports if you don't bet money on it. It's a completely different, and we're not like. There's not a ton. I on genuinely these games.
1: cared about the Arizona and Oakland game last week. Like,
0: why would I ever care about? Right. that? Right, it's <laughs> like, good in that way. Yeah. Fantasy football is weird, though. Yeah. I find myself like, Dan's the commissioner of our league, and uh, I find myself like rooting against. It makes me like root against the Patriots in ways like
1: you. You want the Patriots to win, but you would love it if the opposing running back got got. three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then they,
0: (laughs) Tom Brady threw for four.
1: Yeah. Or, like, you would love if, you say, you were playing against Tom Brady in your matchup, you wouldn't mind if he threw a few interceptions. Like,
0: as long as they got the win. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's, like, crap time interceptions.
1: But that's part of—sometimes, you know, I'll be the homer and— draft some patriots just so i can have that but i don't know i get i i like it too much though it's fun for me but
0: yeah i did that this year with gronk and that was just i feel like drafting gronk as your tight end in fantasy football is just a mistake
1: well it's tough you pick him up in the first or second
0: round and and he plays like seven games yeah yeah it's crazy but my whole team's hurt. I'm I suck this year, fan. I've actually been really overall in football pools and fantasy football. This has been a bad year for me. Hey, it's not over yet. Yeah.
1: Gronk's going to score eight touchdowns on Sunday.
0: I hope so. Back at it, the Jet Killer. Um. So what do you got coming up for like for the end of the year, for music wise?
1: I'm kind of cooling down at this moment. Uh, doing stuff with Andrew Leahy. Including some things in town. We'll be at the five spot in mid-December for $2 Tuesday. Cool. And uh, go out to Rockwood, Tennessee as well, which is a nice place that has an awesome... Uh, it's kind of like a house concert series, but it's actually at a visitor's center in right in downtown Rockwood, which is a tiny little town, but super loyal fans.
0: That's cool. Absolutely. Dude, I love Andrew. His music is the shit. Absolutely. Get him on the show. I know, right? This is like you're like my second guest that I've ever. There we go. Done. This was very like impromptu because I was just about to do this and then Dan was here and I'm like I don't have anything important to talk about. Let's get Dan in here and like have him talk about important shit. Thanksgiving. I
1: mean it's all, you know, I guess it's important what we talked about.
0: Oh, yeah. It, oh yeah, Thanksgiving. Well, I'm just saying. Like sometimes I'm just like I think with doing the podcast. Most of the time, it's be me by myself. Like I had Trevor on like the seventh episode, and I'm just like, uh, like getting myself psyched up enough to just talk alone for like thirty minutes. Who is a is and just, let people
1: listen to you talk like alone, live. And, and they can actually hear what you say when you're alone. I know that's frightening.
0: No. Yeah, so I know <laughs> totally. So I'm just like. Uh, I don't want to. I don't know if I want to do this today. So that's why every now and again I'm like, I, I normally try to do it on Tuesdays, but every now and again it's like, oh, it was on Wednesday at like three or like Hump Thursday. Day, yeah, the old Hump Day podcast, Thanksgiving Eve. I know. We're gonna go. Oh, we're
1: getting messages.
0: Oh, Dave Merson, what's up, dude? Um. <laughs> uh and then you're, dude, February. You're doing the. The, the cruise going out on the rock boat with
1: andrew and the guys
0: that's super cool
1: it's super cool have you ever been on a cruise no no cruise at all and my first one will be this which it'll be super cool because we're playing and it'll be i don't know some amazing other bands and i'm
0: super excited for it yeah i went on a cruise one time the summer between eighth grade and freshman year and it was fun but, like, I, was, I remember I, like, drank beer for the first time on that cruise. My Woo! my brother was like, hey, tr- drink this beer. And I'm like, all right. And, it, like, I didn't hate it. Like, you ever tried beer as a kid and you're like, this is terrible? Oh, yeah. I remember trying it being like, this is... I this could is, do this. This is not as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. But that cruise is going to be great because I've always wanted to do one of those, like, rock cruises or jam cruises or something. It just yeah. seems like... I mean you're you're all stuck there on the boat I'm sure it's like a cool like music hang. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's a super
1: like loyal community of fans that go to the Rock Boat. A lot of people that go like go year after year and like everybody wants to host you at their house when you go through their area or have house concerts at their house and I'm super excited to be
0: part of it. That's sweet. I wonder like what the first one this is the rock cruise, so is is it Sister Hazel? Yes. Puts it on? Yep. I, w- I feel and like that sixth, was like the first sixth, man. Yeah. Sixth man? Yeah, I, th- I believe that's the organization that runs it. Oh, cool. I feel like that was like the first one to do it. I As yeah, far as, as I far know. As, as
1: far as I know. There's so many other cruises now that if that's the case that they started it, I mean, it's crazy. They were like the Woodstock of, of,
0: of music cruises.
1: Hey. Right? What's the what's a what's a sister hazel song?
0: Uh Champagne High. Hey. That's like not actually as popular. The other one is uh um It's hard to say what it is I see in you. Wonder if I'll always be with you. Can... All for you. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, all, it all for you. It. There's that, there's Champagne High, and then those are the only two that I can think oh, of. Oh yeah,
1: there's probably some other ones, but
0: yeah, they're doing a great thing with the boat. And it like keeps them, I mean like how many other bands from that era like in that genre do you really like see still doing stuff other than I don't know like reunion tours? I mean, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But that's cool. But yeah, Andrew Leahy's music is the shit. He's kinda like it's like Tom Petty and Ryan Adams and like it's just super cool. That like rock. Yeah. Like like loud guitars. Just it's it's great. Absolutely. And he like writes for Rolling Stone. Yeah. Yeah, it's his that's his uh his
1: side his side thing and he's he's always done writing on the side for music and uh it's worked out great for him. Talk about a cool side job
0: to have. I know. That's yeah, that is awesome. I like that because I know he wrote Dawes' bio. Yeah, that's yeah. He does a lot of
1: bios and some cool people. Like the other day, he also plays with Elizabeth Cook um, in town. Well, actually, all over. But uh, he plays with Elizabeth Cook, and he got to play the Opry with her the other night. And in the morning, he got to interview Don Henley. Really?
0: Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah,
1: I mean, just a phone interview, but like, talk about a day.
0: Like, it's like, hey, Don Henley. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, he j- apparently he just answered, said, Andrew, it's Don, <laughs> and
0: just being like, what? <laughs> like, so what? What? Like, what did he ask him?
1: I think uh, you know, I, he had some sort of story to write on Don, and I think he touched um, just on like the state of the the music now and, like, what
0: he's been up to. I'm not totally sure of the specifics, to be honest. But Right. I can't imagine a guy like Don Henley or anyone that, like, got huge back in the day likes anything that's happening right now with music. I don't know, though. Yeah.
1: Well, I think in certain genres, people get behind stuff. Right. Like, I always see Willie Nelson and stuff. Like, you know, he's out there supporting the people that he thinks should... Have the torch passed to them, right? Like and Casey like, Musgraves yeah, or Casey something, and Margot Price, and like, right. yeah, and that's cool, but yeah, I wonder.
0: It's gotta be weird to like, because we were like when we were young, CDs were like at the height of their popularity. Oh, yeah, go down to Strawberries, oh, yeah, or Newberry Comics, oh, yeah. I've like remember when bands would come out with albums, I'd be like, oh my god, I can't wait till the new, like. Incubus album or something and you'd go and they talk about this in the 70s with records and stuff but like but we like I don't know since we were like probably teenagers until now like we've seen it completely like flip on its head you know but it was still there were still music videos and it was still kind of digital and it was like computers were coming out I can only imagine like someone I was talking to the guy at the sound guy at Evening Muse and he was talking in Charlotte and he was talking about touring when he was touring back in even the 90s before, like, email or, like, like, like uh, GPS systems or whatever. That's crazy. And they would have to, like, call their manager and get their messages and then, like, use a map. It's like, how... Could you imagine touring no. without, like, using <laughs> your phone to just be like, I need foe? No, yeah.
1: I mean, there were, I was super late on the iPhone train, so, like, when I first started to tour other people in the van had, like, oh, right. had it. So I didn't even have to suffer that hard. I just had to, like, I don't even know what I did back then. I just sat there, I guess.
0: But It was, like, MapQuest. I remember when MapQuest came out. Oh, yeah. Print out the directions. Yeah, it, that was kind of, like, that was ahead of its time. But now, like, I remember the first time I used a navigation, like, thing. I was driving up to Burlington, Vermont, and it was, like, miles, estimated time. And I just remember being so amazed by the fact that it said, like, estimated time, 3.30. And I arrived at 3.30, and I'm like, this machine <laughs> told me I was going to be there. <laughs> you look around, like, see who's watching you. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, But, yeah, like, seeing a guy like Don Henley, where they came up, like, the thought of the internet didn't even exist or like anything close to it. And now it's like everything's streaming and on Spotify and you know, you need to like have videos on YouTube and like podcasts. It just, it's amazing how much things have changed. Oh, it's crazy. But like the history of like recorded music has not even really been around that long. So it's like what, that was just how it went in like that time. What's it gonna? Now it's like the future is completely changed. Like, what's it gonna be, like, seventy years from now, with music? Is it just gonna be robots, dude? Maybe, maybe,
1: maybe they'll go back to like mini discs,
0: like laser discs. Yeah, Yeah. laser discs.
1: (laughs) Certain no, I have no. It'll be interesting. I mean, I think even though streaming itself has some tricks to it it seems like it's here to stay i know that certain streaming services aren't like turning profit necessarily so i don't know if they've done anything to change that or whatnot but i don't know it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out yeah luckily people still love
0: to hear live music though seriously and it like i just don't think that will ever go away as much as like the way that music is made has changed. Like mm-hmm. there's I know, I can only speak for me personally, but like seeing one of your favorite bands play the songs that you've heard over and over again, like in person, is just there's nothing better than that, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. It's great. I what do you think? I think that's probably a good place to Yeah. To wrap it up. I don't know. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to the Hey World podcast again. This is Dan Holmes. Check him out with Jamie Kent. Check him out with Andrew Leahy and the Homestead. Uh, My name is Ross Livermore. Check out rosslivermore.com for all the dates. Dan and I have some dates coming up uh, at the end of the year and then at the beginning of next year. And then um, is there anything else you would like to add, Dan? Uh, Go Patriots. Go Patriots. Have a very happy Thanksgiving, everyone and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See ya.